Welcome back, sports fans. Uh, another episode of San Diego Prep Insider. I'm the one over here because uh, I don't have a camera yet set up here. Uh, we have Sam Pasquale in with us. We have Tommy back with with us. We have Noah allegedly on the Zoom. We're going to give it three to one odds that he's just texting us to delay the inevitable. Uh, oh, man, can't make it on the show. Um, welcome in. Let's. Uh, we will have the lower thirds all up with names and everybody, but let's go around the room once for the uh, the audio crowd that is listening to this and introduce ourselves. Uh, Andrew Clark, I'm the athletic director and uh, offense coordinator at San Pasquale. Um, I'm Arnold Godino, I play defensive end at San Pasquale High School. Uh, Danny Davis, class of 22, quarterback. Uh, Pierre Desell, inside linebacker, class of 23. Is the class of 23, like, do people really genuinely, do you guys really say that? Like, if you're introducing yourselves to other just, like, football people, class of this, that, or the other? Or no, that's just, uh, you felt compelled right now to... I want to feel professional today. Deal. <laughs> You feel, we'll put it on the poll at SD Prep Insider. If you're feeling professional, do you let people know what grade you're in? Um, you can follow us at SD Prep Insider on Twitter, on Instagram for the polls. Um, three days, four days, how many days? Or you've had some double days. So how many total practices, I should ask, maybe, or are we at this point in the season? We've gone through five so far. And that is spread out since last Friday? Friday. We still, we're still one of the programs that does two a day. So we, we feel there's a value in, though the time's limited, you know, by, by our rules versus what it was 10 years ago with it. We want our guys to feel like they did, went through something hard. Uh, it's not the easiest thing to be there at 5.45 in the morning and to stay awake for an hour of character curriculum stuff and, and all that before you go run in the Escondido heat. So. This, this year, for everybody, is the shortest offseason of all time. Last year was the longest offseason of all time. So how's it been for you guys as players? Like it feels must feel like you just turned your pads in, and now you got to grab them back again and get it going. Uh, most definitely. Uh, it's kind of nice, though, because we're used to hitting. We're used in the same mindset. We're not really forgetting anything. We're just going right back into it. I would say it's relieving just to get back into football and um, not really wait the whole, like, eight months or so to get back out there, get to hitting, and just play football again. Well, so wait, was, was, well, and, and Armando had you had an odd situation because you had, you had an injury that you decided to get taken care of last season, so you missed the spring season, so... How does it feel for you now? Are you even more eager because you just saw them play like two months ago, or what's that been like? I mean, I feel great, you know, being back. I'm being back, you know, ready to go back to hitting. I'm just waiting to hit someone. Yeah, so the first person uh, that you get a chance to hit is going to get, what, two seasons worth of pent-up aggression unloaded upon them? Oh, yeah. You know, Mondo can flat-out play football, but he's a a leader for us. He didn't miss a practice in the spring after surgery. He's in helmet and shoulder pads. We had to take his chin strap on game day. So we're, we're going to yell for somebody and Mondo's going to go running out there. So, so what you're saying is the likelihood that somebody from Orange Glen is going to suffer a, a head wound uh, of some sort that almost, first week. Almost definitely. Quarter, quarterback especially. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Specifically the quarterback. Not just the first guy. You're going you're gonna to get to that quarterback too. Coach, we, we, are, we, are you on kickoff? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. When I, I saw a head shake, no, and a, and a oh, voice yeah. say yes. I'm, I'm gonna okay, go. Yeah. Okay. So I was gonna ask, can we get the very first tackle of the season? Just be you running down and uh, and on kickoff, just d- obliterating somebody, yes. uh, or just do an onside kick to let him really. Uh, okay. I'm looking like I is this wait is Tony mad now right that I that I'm legitimately giving away your first game plan? Were you gonna onside kick with a pent up aggression line like a bionic lineman? You know, I think. I think some that, that those that know about how we like to play football and our head coach Tony Corley is there. There may be designs of seeing who gets hit the hardest early on. So I, I'm sure Armando's going to be unleashed that way. We'll put it on the poll at SD Prep Insider is designing an onside kick for a lineman with pent up aggression. A, a great way to start the season. Um, <laughs> was the spring was okay? So 
I know that there was graduation, and it's not technically the same team, but was the spring another, was that one season ago, or was that sort of the first ever preseason? Like, was that, what do you guys? Um, I would say the spring season kind of prepared us. Um, it sucks to watch our seniors go, but for the guys that are coming back, I think it's a real preparation, and it just prepared us for this season to go beat up on all these teams. Yeah, and four and one last year. So, how how much confidence does that give you coming into this year? Because again, it was sort of a mini year, but going from four and one last year to now, you get a full season again. What's that, what's it going to be like, and how much more confident are you now? Uh, we're going in. Uh, we had a four game win streak at the end of the season. We we kind of got our butts kicked game one. Didn't weren't as prepared as we wanted to be, but now we're going back, wanting to win and win and win and win all the way. Just play out with our hearts out. Yeah. Um, so I think the, the, the follow-up then to my question was, would something like a two-padded game spring season be a legitimately good option for high school football? Like, like not doing a full season, but just doing two, you know, we'll do, we'll do one exhibition, one game instead of spring passing league and spring, anything like that. CIF going, okay, kids played a spring season successfully of, of football, and then they can turn around in the fall and do it again. I think what it showed us is that maybe you could adapt with other parts of the state, well, not our state, other states in the country do where you're allowed to pad up in your high school spring, almost for an injury preventative thing. I don't know that you need to go play games. You know, we... Or, okay, I, did, I had no idea that other states did padded up spring. So, yes, would then doing padded up spring be better football? Would it be better for football? I think technique-wise, that, that's something that we found. You know, we, we kind of looked at what our normal fall install is like, and, okay, we're going to pair this to that, but we knew we'd be ahead in some places. It's not... Kids have, like Peter said, kids have remembered a lot of stuff. They're not so far from it. Um, the hard thing becomes, you know, Danny uh, plays middle infield on our baseball team. So we had three games there where he was only at two practices that week because they were at, gosh, San Isidro and Point Loma for games yeah. in a week. So they were never going to be back in time. Yeah, that was, a, that was a cluster F of a situation. Yeah, I, I got to ask you about that because that's probably the only time that will ever happen. What was it like? Did you ever have, I think you, if I remember this correctly, you had – Friday night games, Saturday baseball games, stuff like that. You, I don't think you ever had two in the same day, did you? Never. But but what was that like, the turnaround going from football, baseball, football? You're like Deion Sanders, basically. Um, Yo, he, first I, of all, I, I he 100% believes he's Deion or both. So let's not help Danny in any way. I, I will, before you answer, he also had a night where he was unreal up at Valley Center, led us to a great win, and then homers in the next baseball game. We didn't think it's, we're going to have to order like a three-size larger helmet, but he can address the rest of it. I would say it was definitely a challenge, though. Um, growing up, I've played football since I was probably like five years old, and I've played travel baseball since I was nine, but I would say I was kind of used to it, but it was definitely challenging going from school to practice to a game, but I was definitely ready for it. Now, I've seen this a lot with kids who play football, then they play basketball. They're like super physical for that first couple weeks of basketball because they can't turn the football off yet. Were there any times in the baseball diamond where you almost accidentally hit someone or something like that? <laughs> sometimes, <about> <laughs> sometimes. I just, I would say not people, but the ball. I'd say the ball. When you say Deion Sanders, this half of the room gets the reference being, oh man, that's like a, an elite athlete. Do you guys view him as a coach or an athlete? What is the first thing that comes to mind with Deion Sanders? Go ahead, Pete. Definitely athlete, superstar, showboating. How have you guys consumed him, him as an athlete, though? Like, through just YouTube clips? Like, or I'm, I'm genuinely curious. NFL throwback on YouTube. Okay. I don't know. Yes? Yeah. No. 
I, it just to me, it feels like some, there are some of these references that that felt very dated and that you would have picked somebody more modern, but he clicked with it initially. And I just always find that kind of stuff fascinating. I think there's some of those guys that, that transcend, right? Like you couldn't make a, like the Khalil Green reference, right? How many guys didn't understand Khalil Green? Uh, from he's up there year, still. You know? We decided not to bring him uh, into the rotation for the, the, uh, for the bobbleheads. The hard yeah. thing for coaches is you, you drop a movie line that you think is somewhat relevant and then you realize it was 20 years ago <laughs> and it's not going well. It's not going well because crickets or it's not going well because people respond with coach. Like that's a groaner. Like that's so old. Like what is the worst case scenario for you throw a movie line out there and you get like, what is it? Nothing back. Is it booze? It's when does that happen to you? I, they're going to give me a hard time and I'm okay with it. What was the, it's, it's what was the, the last reference that he made that was oh. just cringeworthy outdated? Or, or any of your coaches made that you're like, I've never seen that. No one in our, on our grade has seen uh, that movie. Uh, Tony Corley loves to drop quotes from best of times the old old football movie oh, yeah, yeah. yeah well you got to watch it because when reno hightower was in his way anyway tony drops that and the kids are just like who is this a transfer is there somebody <laughs> what's going on like who's coach? reno so yeah there's that element nice uh yeah what are, what, what do you what do you guys consider old like old out or, or is is uh, remember the titans like the Where's only the good football off? movie Where's that's come out in your off? life or or like yeah, what is the cutoff on, like, you still consider, like, oh, that's a cool football movie or everything else is just dated and old? Uh, I think there's, like, all-time classics, like Rudy, Remember the Titans. All right, so put like together that. the Mount Rushmore, then, I guess, of football movies. So you got four options. Uh, what are the four football movies going up there? Coach, you're welcome. To, this is a San Pasquale answer, not kid-specific. Um <laughs> Are we going to wake Armando up? Are you going to give us a like, No, he's just thinking about hitting. I he's, like just, blindside. He's, he's thinking blindside. about that kickoff. Mondo went with blindside. Right, fair enough. And that, that's pretty relevant, I think. Uh, I was definitely going to say remember the Titans. Remember the Titans is up there. Yeah, I'm going Rudy all the way. I'm a, I'm a product of the late 90s, so I, I think Varsity Blues, to, to pull from you, is one that is – not something we're watching as a team, like Coach Roach that's said. A, that's, but, a, that's a raunchy yeah. kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, uh, vars, varsity Blues would never have survived premiering in the era. No. no. Um, well, the one I always reference, which nobody gets, is Little Giants. Oh. Is that too old for you guys? Oh, I've, I've seen that movie. Okay. All right. Because I think that's is an old Is that a classic. football movie, though, or is 100%. that a Disney comedy? It's both. It's both? But it's okay to have Deal. fun, right? It is okay to have I, I fun. I think we dropped... Maybe there are too guys. many serious football movies and not enough fun football movies. And, and that, that's why I like Varsity Blues. You know, when we drop stuff, we're going to put something in. What are we going to call it in, when there's crickets in the room? Because you want the guys to have a say in it. I'll go annexation of Puerto Rico. And about yes! ha half of them will get it, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the perfect play name. Yeah. So that's what, we'll name, that's what you'll call the kickoff uh, that, that we can draw up for him this year. Guys, looking ahead, and I now realize why Noah bailed on us because he doesn't want us to trash talk his beloved Olympian. Uh, you guys are, got Orange Glen, Olympian, Valhalla, Westview, Valley Center, San Marcos, RBV, Ramona, Fallbrook, Escondido. We will have all of that online for you guys uh, that are listening to this. Apologize for kind of banging through some list radio there, but uh, please don't just give me the we're going to take it one week at a time. Like, there's got to be something in here that you're you're like a stretch of games or something early on in the season that you guys really have uh, your your high your highlights set for. Orange Glen, biggest rivalry for us, big game for us, uh, week one, and we're prepared. Biggest singular biggest rivalry for you guys currently as a as a football program. I think. It Obviously, it's what the kids feel, right? Because everyone's yeah. playing the game. I think it, it's different. with OG's 4.2 miles from us. I think Escondido has a, a long – we're the second longest continuous rivalry game that's been played 
in the section. You and Escondido or you and... Austin Escondido. Yeah, Austin, okay. Orange Glen took a couple-year break. Cowards. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, Weird ghost in this But But uh, I, I think there's a lot, because of that proximity... Um, but they're, they're, in my mind, it's it's those two are, are pretty darn even, but I know the guys can feel a little bit differently. Well, and you guys didn't get to play it last year, right? Cause it, cause so, so what is it going to be like having a year off and getting to go play that game? Armando, I'll let you this one. Um, and it's going to be your first game back, too, after oh two yeah. years. So it's going to feel real good for I mean, you. I'm just going out there, like I said, going out there to hit. You know, um, haven't played them since sophomore year, obviously. And then, yeah, just go out there and hit them. Um, I was going to say that, the rivalry just, it would differ from year to year, I would say, definitely last year since we didn't get to play them. Escondido is probably our biggest challenge, and, you know, we had a really good game. We came out on top, but this year I'd definitely say Orange Glen is the top rivalry. Well, props to you then for bookending the season with excellently scheduled games uh, to have your two biggest rivals uh, start and finish. Um, it, it also seems like you guys have, you know, uh, uh, Divisions one through what four represented here? You have a little bit of everything, and there's not a lot of schools that have that variety during the season. How does that affect your focus? Like, are you guys ever caught like, oh man, we got to save up a little bit for the D one school that's two weeks from? Like, how do you maintain that even level of intensity and focus every week, no matter who the opponent is? It's week by week. You're playing as hard as you can this week and then you're going to rest a weekend and then your mind's set on the next week. So it's just going to be going all out all the time. I think that there's something that a lot of these, well, I've heard these guys talk about because our seniors from the, from last year that really didn't think they were going to play football. I think there's coaches can harp and, and adults can tell kids as much as they want. Hey, you're only going to get this for so long, really enjoy it and take it all in. You can feel that there's more of that because they saw some people they really care about almost lose out on that entirely. So that, that, you can tell, I, I think helps them with that. I, and then just in terms of our, our one through four, you know, our league has, we're division two through four within our league. And then, you know, we had San Marcos for, for, for D1 and a couple other D2s out there. And it's a good mix. I think we're, we're playing quality programs. And uh, Do you enjoy that over having something like Cathedral schedule where it's nothing but hardest you can get every single week? Like, what would you got, you guys prefer your schedule or would you like a, ch- a crack at something like that? Um, I definitely say the challenge is definitely exciting. Um, just getting to play against some guys, just shouting out San Marcos, um, getting to play at D1 school. It's very challenging. It's very exciting. And I know a lot of people will be watching and watching how we perform and we could carry that momentum into the rest of the season and in the uh, postseason as well. Favorite road place to win? Escondido, Orange Glen. One of those two, hands down. You really don't like those two schools. I love this. You're committed to this. But you're not wavering from it. Similar question. Better feeling. Uh, scoring touchdown at home or making a big play at home where the whole home crowd starts cheering or doing it on the road where everyone just stops. Do you get that weird silence because you just quieted the whole crowd? What's a better feeling? I'd say it's probably equal because you love hearing your crowd after you score a touchdown, but it's also nice to hear the, the pin drop after you it's score. It's going to be nice to just have crowds. Yeah. It's going to be nice to just – I mean, I guess there was what? 15% capacity or something like that. And it, there was family in front. Some Everyone found some sort of loophole to get some sort of people there. But So, I mean, every school was different. So your district, what did you guys do? I know a lot of it was, you know, four people per player. Well, what were was, you allowed what, to what, do? What, was, what, what were the rules for, for in, a, a, in, uh, Well, and then also, do we know the rules for this year yet, or is it still kind of up in the air? 
So our athletic director would like to say that the rules okay. we followed were, four, <laughs> were four, per, four, four per student when we were at home last year. But I can tell you that our principal told me after the Escondido game, he looked around and said, well, I, I guess we didn't do four. There <laughs> <laughs> was just – and we were outside. I think at that point uh, we were in a pretty good space. Uh, but the before I answer that part of Tommy, I think the other part of our schedule, Christian, is that like, Ramona's going to be for real good. The fact that Ramona's a D3 team – is, you know, we're, we're probably going to change the way the CIF ranks our playoffs coming up in another year and go to two. So it's, uh, you know, I think the divisions can be a touch misleading, especially, you know, you get that class that's pretty dominant. But um, where we are with the, with the who's allowed and all that, it is district. I don't think you're going to have an outdoor cap on who can be there. It, I think they, they're going to say outdoors are okay. Indoors, you know, volleyball, we might see some different things. And I think you're going to see volleyball players have to play in mass to start this thing off. Uh, outside, we're allowed, uh, we're masks free right now. So that's, you know, having to, trying to yell through a mask is uh, is pretty well, nice. I'm sure just the amount of time reduced on your workload from not having to overly sanitize and regment and say, ed segment and regulate everything. A lot of the athletic directors I felt like I talked to last year said, you know, there's three hours extra work that I have to do daily now just to get the literal same amount of stuff done because you just can't do it with kids. Are you guys going to get, uh, like, pep rallies and like the full indoor raw raw treatment or is stuff going to be adapt like you're back to somewhat of a regular i i heard the other else? i heard the other day that we should refer to it as familiar and not normal like we're not back to normal Ooh. but we're back to familiar and i think that's true like I, we're gonna have pep rallies our asb director is fired up she was a, a new asb director last year hey didn't intern get to do it go away um sit on my lap <laughs> um but they uh are we going to put half the school in the gym at one time? I don't think so. I think we'll be outside for our pep rallies. Um, but, I, the, you know, people are, are going to try and get kids as close to that normal experience as they can. So we're going to see a lot of it, I think. Deal. Uh, Tommy, any final questions for San Pasquale football before uh, we let them get out of here? Because you guys have practice number two today, or you have some, some sort of install later today? <laughs> yeah, damn right. Uh, <laughs> hey! Uh, yeah, we got one today. We're padding up for the first time this afternoon. Um, Armando's been waiting for about 18 months. We're going to hide everybody. Wait, did one of you guys wear the Twitter jersey, or who was wearing the Twitter jersey? So let me back that up. Uh, wait, yeah, you guys, you, so seniors get nicknames on the back of their uniforms, so, right? Is that how it works? All right. Any, well, all right, okay, so let, let the, I hear a bunch of laughs, so let's close out on this note. Please explain that jersey because there's got to be something good here, and then I feel like I have to get some nicknames or something like that as we go down the line. Uh, <laughs> Coach, the floor's all yours. Oh, don't get me in trouble. Um, the, what we do as part of our, our spring fundraiser is guys can earn a practice jersey and put – within reason, whatever name and number they want on the back of it. Coach Corley has some rules for will not be allowed. Obviously, nothing that's obscene and can't be worn on campus, and a couple other things we don't allow. But uh, So that the Twitter jersey actually was a senior a few years ago. Who is, uh, his brother, Saul, is now uh, one of our fullbacks this year. Um, he got had to do a little reminder conditioning because he'd posted something stupid on Twitter, and we were trying to make the point that, got to be right everywhere and he hadn't decided what he wanted on his jersey yet so he put that and it has been recycled and is in existence now and uh, we we have a, a handful that make you laugh and question every time i think danny's currently in a random one that says pineapple um, um so so the funny story about the pineapple one i i actually just found it and the reason i chose pineapple was because at home that's our safe word 
So like, let's say we're out in public. Next one, next one, next one, next one. It's a family like family safe word. Somebody knows this. This is the code to pick up the relative. Correct. It's pineapple. Correct. Correct. Um, but yeah, there may have been jokes. Weird bunch of kids. I like you guys. Uh, <laughs> Wait, so how long are these in circulation for? Because it's kind of worth the investment if you think it's something funny to, to have that because you know it's going to be there for like four or five years, right? Oh, oh, for sure. And we a lot of kids keep their own. And then you'll see it where somebody will show up with an older brother's, the one that's been there. For, uh, and then some kids leave them in a like the Twitter. Actually, I think that but pineapple was left. Like somebody didn't take it with them, so we wash it and we reissue them. And especially our old, the younger guys end up with one. And you have a kid in a jersey that says, you know, pick a random last name. We had a kid that had one that said Bucio, B-U-C-I-O, right? Random. It was there. This new kid grabs it. Everybody for the first month thought his name was Bucio, not his name, not related <laughs> oh, to him. I, I love that. I love that. Up. So that's what he was called for about a year and a half. So I love that. There is that. There is that element of that's it. That's perfect. All right, so you will be referred to as Pineapple in the description for this episode. Uh, what, what's on the back of either of your guys' jerseys? Um, mine's name is Mama's Boy. I'm a, you know, Mama's... Pineapple, Mama's Boy, Mama's boy and... I th- I'm in a hand-me-down jersey right now that says Crispy. <laughs> <laughs> Great having you guys in studio. Well, yeah. <laughs> we Love have it. a freshman that's in a, a Buffalo Head jersey right now. It says Buffalo Head? Buffalo Head, and everyone thinks it's... Okay, what is it about a nickel? What's this about? It's Coach. that was literally someone's last Coach. name. He's a freshman. <laughs> uh-huh. What's his what's what's his legitimate name? His name is Adrian Buffalo. We need to oh, find we're, we're going to find him now on Twitter and it's, we are going to make him our the singular most popular athlete in all of well, San Diego. I'll, I'll take a picture of it this afternoon deal. and send it to you. It's, uh, it's his last name starts with an L. I don't it's not deal. Alonso, but uh, he will be you. known as Buffalo Head for the next 4 years. Oh, uh, 100%. And that will not that will not go away. Yeah, even the intern knows it. Uh, guys, thank you so much for joining us. First game, like they said, Friday night, the 20th, against Orange Glen. It is a home game, so in front of the uh, Eagles' nest. We hope to see them back there returning. Tommy, any final questions, or can we let these guys get out of here? All righty, guys, thank you so much for tuning in, and uh, we'll talk to you next uh, in a little bit, sports fans.